0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Live Beyond Average podcast. I am here with a long time friend, Megan Spawn. We have known each other for a long time, but it's been a while yeah. since we've gotten together. What is going on? Tell me a little bit about, give, give our viewers a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and we're just going to dive right into this today.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, so, Jordan said, I'm Megan, um, I'm originally from Vermilion, just a town a yeah. little ways from here, but I live in Sioux Falls, I've lived there the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, and we were kind of talking earlier, we met back 9 or 10 years ago, Yeah. Um, and I had recently had twins, and I was really overweight and out of shape, and I found you, and yeah. um, we did personal training, and that was super helpful for me, and... Um, kind of part of my fitness journey just learning more about myself and I found that I was quite stubborn actually um, <laughs> I I I said I can't a lot when I hadn't even tried yet so you were really good for me with um, saying well let's take a second and try this before you say you can't do yeah. it you know um, so that was really good for me to learn more about myself and um, just kind of my background professionally I for well let's see since 1996 so that's really dating myself but um, I got my uh, master's degree in educational psychology and counseling and so I went on to do uh, licensed mental health work for a couple of decades and just in the last two to three years I transitioned my business into more um, private pay clients and private um, clients that really are ready to make change, and so what I loved about your podcast, um, Living Beyond Average, like, those are the folks that I'm looking for, people that really want change in their life, and not just saying that they want it, but actually really doing the work to get it, so. Right,
0: and I think you nailed that right, is doing the work to get it, yeah. because that's so much of everything in life is, we all want a lot of things, but the things that are really good in life take some energy, and take a little sacrifice, and take some right. work, um, but yeah, let's backtrack for one second. You know, you mentioned how we met nine years ago, and I think about that. And I'm like, wow, that really was nine years ago. And so you had talked about, you know, the, how the personal training helped you. And it's funny because you said you were a little stubborn, and I'm like, yeah, you were training with me in my really early days, like my first days. Yeah. And I'm like, I was probably really stubborn and like over the top back then too, oh, really? you know. And so it's kind of funny thinking back on that. But you know, you had mentioned a story to me about how you had said um, and, and you had talked about how when you got into your early early years you did the mental health stuff for 20 years mm-hmm. and how you felt a little unfulfilled with after after so long right. doing the same thing tell okay. us a little bit about how that feeling came about and then what led you yeah. to changing it up a little bit and searching you know, for something that you said was beyond average
1: right yeah so I did um, yeah for over two decades, the more traditional, what we call traditional mental health therapy, where you come into an office and you talk about whatever the concern is, and then me as the provider would bill that to insurance, and then you'd come back again the next week, and it's okay. it's just kind of like the medical model, um, and it works for some people, and it worked sort of for me in the beginning. But then I found that the it felt to me kind of groundhog day, like where they okay. just kept coming back with the same like no traction. And and then I had to really look at myself, like what is my role in this? How am I maybe enabling this? Okay. Sort of like in training, like if you don't push your client, you're like, Oh, okay, it's too heavy, you don't have to lift that today, let's do something else. Like Okay you know like you're not really doing your job as a trainer if you're not pushing them right you know. right so I I found myself feeling kinda of stuck like I could only I felt like I could only do so much and then if I got resistance then they would either quit fire me didn't come back you know whatever and so I'm like there's gotta be a different way to this that's not billing it to insurance or if they don't show up for their appointment that that's okay too you know. right? Um, and so it led me to really doing some research into there's got to be something more out there. And that's when I discovered this relationship school in Boulder, Colorado. And I just really dug in. I, I flew out there. I met the guy who created the school. I went to all these trainings. And I, for the last three years, I've been doing that.
0: Okay. So how much different is, is that stuff now? compared to 1996, even 2006 uh, profession? I mean, is is it like literally a 180 different? What's it like? So for me
1: it is. um, I know there's still providers out there that do what's considered the traditional mental health way, like where you come in and you have your one-hour session or whatever, and then you come back again the next week or a couple weeks later, whatever. So that does still exist, for sure. Um, And what's different, for me anyway, is the approach is just a lot more laser. It's a lot more direct. So if you come in and say hey I've got ABC going on in such-and-such situation Mm -hmm. um, within 15 to 20 minutes we're gonna have solution. We're gonna have some kind of direction and empowerment to go forth. Instead of it just being the support, there's the challenge. Okay. And in traditional therapy support is the way like I'm a good listener I'm gonna hear you I'm gonna reflect back to you what I heard and then we're gonna go on and do some more listening okay the challenge is the piece that's typically missing and that's what I have found to be the most helpful for people they want to be pushed they want to be challenged they want to go beyond average Mm -hmm. if they didn't why would they be there
0: right Right. So you were really stuck between like a rock and a hard place, after so many years of doing the original, because you felt like I want to push these people, but if I overly push, they're not coming back. They're not. They're gonna fire. You said fire you. Yeah. And so, so you were like, like you said, like you had to sit back and really, am I enabling this? Yeah. Like because yeah, you're you're wanting to get them better, but if you overly push, yeah. You're out making a living. And you maybe can think
1: back on when you had clients that maybe didn't like how you did something.
0: Oh, 100%. Then they would
1: just quit or they wouldn't come back. Or they, oh, well, they'd pay for however many sessions and then only come to a fourth of them or, you know.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're totally, even if you're doing it subconsciously, catering somewhat to what your client wants. Yeah. And, I mean, I even look at now some of the clients I have, and I know exactly what they don't like to do. Yeah. And what they like to do. And so it's it, it, back then it would have been like, when I was in my young years, I totally would have, it was like this fine line between, I want to like hammer you, but I want to keep you. Because you're, I mean, you're broke, you're out of college. Yeah, yeah. it's the paycheck. Yep, you're figuring it out. And now it's like really finding that fine balance and early communication for Mm -hmm. myself within that, of like why we are doing certain things, how beneficial they are, and just reiterating and communicating and right. I think that part has grown so much over the years, for sure.
1: Right.
0: Um, but it is funny because you're like, okay, this person really hates when we do this style of exercise, but that is exactly what, what they, they need. need. And so it's about finding ways to like get them to do a little bit of it, a little yeah. bit at a time, and just like keep drawing them in, and then hopefully they see and feel right. the, benefit the benefit of that, yeah. which is funny because it, I mean, it is exactly the same for you, right? As you're trying to get them to do this challenge, and when they do it, Right. What's the result? Right. You know, and how are they feeling from that result, which then leads to yeah the change they're trying to make. I'm assuming yeah, which yeah. is pretty pretty amazing. So,
1: and for me, if I can just interrupt. oh interrupt
0: me, it, I'll, I'll talk forever. Okay. <laughs> you you interrupt kind me.
1: Of, while yeah. you were talking, it reminded me it links back to when I said earlier about me complaining, like no, I can't do that or I don't want to or whatever, and you challenging me to try it. And so in relationships, let's say somebody's coming in complaining about their partner or a family okay. member, it's my job to challenge them about their role in it. Like, it's not just so-and-so's fault.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not
1: just because your spouse does this or that. What is your role in that situation? You're not exempt from why that is the way it is.
0: It always takes two to ten, goes what you're saying.
1: Right. And nobody's <laughs> really the victim, you know? Yeah. Um... And, you know, clearly there are situations that are abusive and that kind of thing. But I'm talking about, in general, most of us have what we would consider reasonable relationships. Yes. And yet we all have conflict because that's normal too. Mm -hmm. And so when we encounter conflict, how we navigate through that, how do we get beyond it being like the Groundhog Day moment where it's just over and over and over again, the same issue. because we don't feel heard or we don't feel understood or we don't feel respected or we don't feel like they get it or, um, that kind of thing. So,
0: totally, totally. So what is the most, I mean, like who benefits, obviously everybody benefits, but people that are coming into you, is it mainly like couples? Is it, can, can it be, let's say a brother who isn't getting along with a dad or a brother not getting along with a brother. What is the most yeah. common thing or is it, I guess, tell me, is it all relationships in general?
1: You know, I feel really blessed to say that it's all relationships in general. Okay. Because my day can look anything from um, a same-gendered couple with children Okay. to a traditional couple, you know, husband and wife. Yeah. to, um maybe what we would call more of an elderly person in their late seventies, early eighties, who's dealing with life transitions or having to sell their home and downsize. Yeah. And those relationships with adult children that maybe aren't helping or not wanting to, you know, there's just all kinds of dynamics. In addition to some um, corporate type coaching where you own a business and you have employees and maybe some of those employees are related to you. Or are your buddies that you brought along, and then now that you're in business together, there's some if that happens. Of course, you know? yes, of course. And so then that all boils down to communication and yeah, navigating so,
0: that. So. Anybody literally can, can benefit from, from any relationship issue that they're having with any party, essentially. Yeah. That's really cool. And so you really dove into this. What year did you start diving into? This has been like four, three, four yeah, years like ago?
1: 2017. Okay, yeah. so you were
0: just changing it up, transitioning yourself mm-hmm. into some of these changes. That's interesting. So, Boulder, Colorado, tell me a little bit about the training. You said you were there almost like every three months.
1: Yeah. So, this so is intense. It is intense. There's nothing else like it that I have found. Um, it is expensive, and you get what you pay for. That's in sure. my belief. So,. Um, uh, the school was founded by a guy named Jason Gaddis, and you can okay. find him online. He also does a podcast, I believe it's called The Smart Couple Podcast, and okay. um, there's lots of good info out there, but his approach is very direct, so
0: okay.
1: um, it's very living beyond average. Yeah. Like you, You just get in and you do it. You don't talk about doing it. Yes. And there's such a big difference, I think.
0: Oh, um, a huge difference. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you th- I mean, anybody who's goal-oriented or thinks, maybe we should use the term, thinks they're goal-oriented or has ambitions to want to get something done, totally different to be, and, and, and this is hard because I've always considered myself to be a dreamer, mm. but then I heard, so I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard it somewhere where we like, maybe it was just a statement that I saw online or something where I was like, well, dreamers dream and, you know doers do essentially I think it was in better terms than that but that was like it kind of hit me a little bit in the sense of like well I've always considered myself a dreamer and I go I go after and do and take action from what I want to do so like I didn't like that term but I was like but it's true Mm -hmm. and so it's it, it is hard to be to know like okay how are you taking action towards those steps that you know whether it be in a relationship whether it be Mm-hmm. i mean it can be a relationship with yourself right, right? i mean that's a yeah. key thing that you know i'm sure people can benefit from too is just coming in and hey i have negative self-talk to myself exactly. or yeah. i'm i'm self-aware enough to realize where i'm falling short mm-hmm. but how do i take the step, next steps forward to actually go after and make the changes that i want to make right and i think that's kind of the first steps in my opinion is at least in, in myself over the last several years is when i, I it was weird because it was like six months before I turned 30 and I like hit this new level Mm. of just self awareness. I think it was because I was spending so much time alone Mm. with my new job and things like that and uh, it's like I was just in my own head way more Right. and you start to like figure these things out and like I was thinking about why I was why I am the way I am or why I do things the way I do and like you just start learning more about yourself which is super key but then it gives you this opportunity to really okay I want to be here I'm here what do I actually right. have to, what steps are holding you back from getting there
1: yeah and it reminds you know? me of the term um, personal responsibility mm. so when someone says like well I just want to lose ten pounds or I just wanted this or that where are they personally accountable to that because you're choosing what you put in your mouth so then when yeah. you say you want this but yet you're not really doing what it takes to get there the personal responsibility peace I think definitely applies to that with just our own health in our own way and then in relationships well I really want my spouse to hear me more or be more this that whatever okay well what are you doing to help that outcome yeah because if you're critical or complaining or telling them that they're being a bad partner or whatever that's probably not going to lean toward them wanting to change much you know
0: right right not because especially when they can just come back and be like well yeah (laughs) like you don't do these things yeah
1: let me tell you about yeah and
0: isn't that probably a common thing in couples relationships i'm assuming i mean in my own marriage we you know we've had to learn to grow and and help each other out and communicate and big part of that for us was just hey let's i need help with this you need help with this i want support in this and like actually putting some things out there for each other and being like oh I didn't know that you ever felt that way like yes. i'm sorry like totally would have helped you with that right. or i totally have came and sat with you on the couch with this or right. whatever it is but and you had
1: to communicate it you had
0: to speak you it, couldn't right? just
1: hold the resentment and be mad that it didn't happen
0: right which well, us guys i think do that a lot i don't know i i feel like me and my buddies we talk about this more like the older we get and we're like yeah. oh yeah you're going through that too and i think yeah. again that goes back to communications like finding some people that you know that it's okay to talk to and feel like it's good to get some of those frustrations right. out and then like that can be your buddy. It should be your spouse or your, you know, whoever it is that you're struggling with is right. comes out of that communication. Weird. Actually yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> communicating. So I really love to give the listeners some like tangible things that they can take okay. from some of these things. So let's go with like, if you don't mind, yeah. and let's do like a couple different scenarios just in case, like depending on the listener, like let's just do like a traditional relationship. What are like, in, obviously there's a million things that can go wrong or what you're approached with, but what is like maybe one or two of the most common issues, maybe the super common one, and like a tidbit of like first step advice maybe
1: okay, that yeah, they can sure. roll with and
0: maybe work on that, can, and that would lead them to you for help too.
1: Yeah. Um, so what comes to mind that seems to be pretty common is what I refer to as you versus I language. So you did this instead of I felt this.
0: Okay. Does that make
1: sense? Yes. Um, and then using kind of a template of when you left your socks on the floor in the bedroom, I got frustrated or I felt angry and I just want you to know that. Okay. And then the other person can be like, well, why why does that upset you or you know there there may be some dialogue there as to why it's a big deal okay um or it might be as simple as oh thanks for letting me know i didn't know it bothered you sure um so the you versus i language like you just need to this instead of i really feel this when that happens does okay. that make sense
0: yeah so communicating more of that The emotional feel to it versus an attacking language of "Hey, leaving your socks on the floor pisses me off." Yeah, and and versus "Hey, like when you left your socks on the floor, like that really bothered Uh, me. I I cleaned up the day before."
1: Yeah, or I've been picking them up every day since 1997. Yep, and now I'm now I'm finally done doing that, and I want to tell you I don't want to do that anymore. You know. Sometimes holding on to that resentment years and okay. years and years worth it. And it maybe starts out small like that. Like, oh, it's just their socks. Like, no, but, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so in love and it's all good, you know. But eventually it might become something. Okay. And sometimes people miss that opportunity to just say what they're needing.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and so I like to use kind of that template of when this happens, I feel this.
0: When this happens, I feel, I feel this yeah. way. Okay. So it's
1: like the, you're sharing impact as to how it affects you personally. Okay.
0: What if somebody's just like massively afraid to even bring it up? Like I'm sure that is super common, yeah. right? Like, cause they're so afraid of conflict. Last time they brought something up, it was a big explosion and they fought for a week. Yep. I'm sure that's super common in relationships. So yeah. like what, what if that is the big case where they're like so afraid, male or female, that I don't even wanna bring it up anymore because it always causes this big conflict. Because maybe the other half struggles to just soak in and listen.
1: Yeah, so that's a good point. So I think what can be helpful is maybe the term of front-loading. So meaning like you're going to first tell them two or three things that you really love about the relationship. Okay, yeah. This is what's going well for me. This is what I love about us or hanging out with you or whatever. And you, you show them the value the reason I'm even in this with you is because I value you I like this you know you're giving examples of what's going well
0: yeah
1: Um, and this is one piece of our relationship that bothers me and I'm wondering if I can tell you it like is it okay for me to tell you something that bothers me
0: okay So also
1: asking permission so, Interesting.
0: front loading, Never of
1: that. Yeah, yeah, front loading a conversation with what's going well and what you like, okay, and then asking permission, like, is it okay if I share something with you that's been on my mind or that's been bothering me? Interesting. When the other person gives permission, they've signed up then for the conversation. Okay. If they don't, if they're like, no, I don't want to hear it, I don't care what you have to say, then you may want to look a little into like, do I want to be in this? You know, sure. how, how committed am I to someone who's not committed Sure. to us?
0: Yeah. You know? Super interesting. That's cool. Okay. So we did a little bit on relationships between like a traditional relationships. Let's do one for siblings. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cause
0: I think that'd be kind of cool too. Just okay. like a basic, what do you see the most or what do, you, what do you see the most in when you have siblings come or a sibling relationship, one person come in issues with another?
1: yeah so it d- it depends on the age like if we're oh, talking sure. littles yeah. like i I've had interactions with little kids and it's just really teaching social skills and how to say what they need and that kind okay. of thing but in adulthood, I think that's more of what you're leaning toward yeah in, in yes. grown ups of um siblings um it also is very similar to partnership in okay. that you i think it's 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 an it's a um, you know a important to say what you value and what's going well and then what you're wanting to look at or what's not going so well and then still asking for that permission like hey something has really been on my mind and I hesitate bringing it up because in the past when I brought things up it hasn't gone well yeah. And so um, you know and you just you're, you're my version is you're kind of teaching that person what you need and how you need it. Okay. Um,
0: Interesting. Yeah, and just re- relearning how to communicate specific ways with specific, specific people. I'm assuming you're helping teach that. Yeah. Just like, yeah, approaching these situations differently. When I think
1: of, I only have one older brother, so when I think of sibling, you know, I think of our interactions, and he lives in Nashville, so I don't see him a lot. my sister
0: lives in Nashville, that's so crazy. Awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great place to visit. Yeah,
0: it is. Um, is.
1: And so if there's something about, like, let's say our parents or a family issue, you know, and I might say to him, like, hey, Michael, here's what's going on with mom or dad, and he, sometimes his distance is like, yeah, 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 well, you just take care of it because mom and dad are in Vermilion and I'm closer, you know? Yes. Um, And then it's my opportunity then to say, well, hang on, that's overwhelming for me. Okay. I'm reaching out to you because I want support or I want us to be a team in this. Are you up for that? Like, so just, again, communicating, like you were mentioning earlier, stuff at home with Amy, like, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to sit with you on the couch. Like, you just need to tell me that, and I'm right here, you know?
0: Yep, totally. That's So, like... Even just learning how to respond, like it sounds like, like you're on the phone, like you're just given that situation, yeah. like and not being afraid to like respond quickly, not letting it mellow up inside That's, of you, yeah, because yeah, that does it messes with you for days and lets, until mm-hmm. you bring, and then you feel like you missed the situation. How do I bring it back up? Right. And so just learning how to be have that self awareness to communicate that the instant.
1: Well, you're and feeling for something. people who don't like conflict, that mm-hmm. can be kind of really scary. Totally. Yeah, and so you know, really checking in with your own self stuff, like mm-hmm. living beyond average. That means you're going to push yourself in areas that you're not comfortable. Yes. So emotionally, you're pushing yourself like you do lifting the big stuff. Right. You know, you're right. pushing yourself in a physical way, and you've got that down. You yeah. know how to do that. Right. And then how do I push myself in an emotional way when it's really uncomfortable or I don't have confidence, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Interesting. So do you feel like, maybe this is not even a question that's on topic, but like do, do men struggle with some of the things more than females is it fem- or is it kind of equal in the sense of or is, it, is the mindset completely different when they're coming into you or are they actually really similar? They're coming into you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I that's used just my to, own
0: psyche yeah, wondering. I know. think
1: if you would have asked me this like 10 years ago, I would have said it's probably more challenging for men. Okay. But what I have found is it's more challenging for those who are uncomfortable with conflict.
0: Okay.
1: So it that really is not gender specific because there sure. are women who hate conflict, there are men who hate conflict. That is kind of all over the board.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but being uncomfortable with conflict or yuck or that kind of if feeling is really where it is
0: sure which is super ironic if you really think about it because if if you're not you know you're not into conflict which nobody probably truly is you know if you actually care about people yeah. but like you don't want to bring something up because it causes conflict but if you don't bring it up it's only causing conflict with yourself and causing greater conflict between people and right. so it's really ironic that if you don't learn to bring right. that up it's not not causing conflict
1: and the other thing that I found that I've learned in the last few years is conflict really equals love because if you care enough you're going to go that extra mile which means it's gonna get ugly it's gonna get uncomfortable there's gonna be yuck that yeah. happens yeah but the only reason you're doing it is because you love them you right. love them enough to go that far right. if you don't really care and you're just like eh, whatever I'm only gonna see them twice a year at Christmas or whatever then you may not do it you may just kind of stay put because it doesn't matter enough or somebody in the hy V checkout line that butts in front of you, you -hmm. you probably aren't going to invest in that interaction because you're more than likely not going to see them again.
0: Right. You can let it go. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Not worth the conflict.
1: Right.
0: But yeah, if you're arguing with your spouse every other week about the same kind of thing, obviously there's enough there to want to, that you care, Yeah, yeah, you actually love them that, yeah, I want to get this fixed. Yeah, I don't want this to go bye-bye.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's what I have really embraced about yeah. challenge and conflict, because to me, conflict can also be challenge. Right. What I've embraced about that is it just means I'm showing how much I care, how much I love, and how much I'm willing to go into
0: this. Interesting. I want to touch on this because like, you just keyed in, Like, you mentioned the word challenge, and this is something that's been on my mind so much, and like, do you find yourself, and in, in your professional world, just because you're so in tune with this, but even in yourself, like as you, you know, get older, as you become, you know, more personal growth, more professional growth, do you actually find yourself, or do people find themselves like seeking out this challenge to better themselves, or like getting getting kind of addicted to this? Like, yeah, I don't want to be complacent. I like being having this challenged feel. Like, is there accomplishment from that? Do you find that at all?
1: So, that I'm leaning to you for that answer, because I'm like, yeah. this podcast, the name of this podcast would tell me that there's an audience that's leaning toward that exact point. Yes. There's an audience out there that wants something more. They want to be challenged, they don't want the mediocrity, they don't want the, it's good enough.
0: Yes. And I, I completely, I, I find myself that way much more, especially as I'm, I'm getting older. I feel like when I was younger. It was just natural like you're hungry for things um, and then you accomplish and then you know there's a next stage in your life there's a lot of quick stages when we're younger and we're going like you're in high school and you're trying to make the varsity team and you're trying to get a 4.0 and get a scholarship or whatever it is and there's the stages are quick there's Mm -hmm. just quick little stages you're on to the next you're on to the next and then I feel like you know when you're out of college maybe you get a job yet still kind of quick you're trying to climb the ladder Mm -hmm. Um, but then like for me as I turned 31 this year it was like you know you're starting to get some of these you know for me I was starting to get some of these places where I, I finally wanted to be it took me a decade but mm-hmm. you're like in and so yes you're revamping now to the next goal but it's not like with the intensity can change within you I feel like and so you can get kind of soft Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's really weird with and, and mine kind of became like mentally aware a little bit more when like on, on the training side of things because I use the training so much for the analogies and mm-hmm. we've talked on that today on um, how much it correlates into the other areas of our life, and why I like to have people—the importance of health and fitness—because it just it stems into all these other areas of our life. But for me, it was like, okay, I almost like purposely wanted to self-sabotage my own mm-hmm. like fitness level. And so, like over like in this last year, I still train, train really hard, but not at that same intensity as my younger years. And I really didn't know I was doing it, but I'm like back into this stage where I'm like I'm so happy now that I'm not quite as fit and athletic and as in mm-hmm. shape as I was two just as used two years ago. And I'm like so pumped for the challenge and the just the process of like squaring up again and like rebuilding to be better. Yeah. And it's almost like it didn't happen by accident. like I was purposely wanting that. Sure. And so like and then like obviously with like goals in my business and things like that that you do, I th- I feel like just people want like Take and you find yourself at that crossroad of mm-hmm. okay, I can take this risk and take on the challenge, or I can be average. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or or and, and not saying average is bad, but like you said, I think there is a audience out there yeah. that is ready to that is at that crossroad that is like okay, I'm gonna I'm either gonna turn left and take this risk right. and it's gonna be a challenge, or I'm gonna turn, or I'm just gonna keep going on my path that I'm on. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with where things are at. Maybe I'm just a little complacent with it, but I'm good with it. Yeah. And so. I feel like yeah there is like this as we grow older become more self-aware that we're building relationships with ourselves with people close to us that there is that hungry challenge to want to be challenged
1: right so yeah and I think what you're describing or the picture I got in my head was yeah there's moments where it gets really heavy yes and we need to just kind of take a step back and perhaps give ourselves uh, get-out-of-jail-free card for a day or a week or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's those of us that are living beyond average that then jump back on track. <clears throat> the folks that give themselves an out but then never get back on track, I would say is more common.
0: Okay. It's more
1: common to be, quote, lazy and sure. to do it the lazy, easy way. If And that, you know, we see that with our kids. if if something can get done in an easy way versus a challenging way, they're probably gonna choose the easy way. Yeah. And I think a lot of adults do that too. Like, if we can get done with the same thing, but in an easier way, we tend to lean toward that.
0: Right, and it's just kind of crazy because like so many of these things, like are actually like in a, they're actually in like a biblical sense. Like it's really funny, like just in our church last Sunday, um, you know, I have the Live Beyond Average podcast. So much of that is just like, you're pushing that out there. But to me, it was always just like, that's what we should be doing as people. Mm. But like, we ran into a scripture. I think it was like, if, I'm pretty sure it was Ephesians like four and five. And it talks about literally like living life, not missing opportunities, that the days are short and yeah. you need to take advantage of these opportunities. That's paraphrased. Right, right. But it was just like, that one really... To take
1: the easy way. Yeah. And it so, really
0: hit me on like oh, it is actually like biblical in the sense that we shouldn't be just complacent.
1: Right. You know,
0: that we should be out there trying to live a life that... To its fullest. Yeah, to its fullest. And that's how we
1: honor God and honor that we already been here and all of
0: that. Yeah, it's really cool. And so like when you're seeing all those things come full circle and touching, you're like, okay, like we are on paths that we're supposed to be on or we aren't on a path that we're supposed to be on and I'm supposed to be taking some challenging steps forward to become better. And that's like... And it, I had Zach on one of my friends on the podcast last week or two weeks ago, and he literally said, and it's true, whoever finished, he used workout as an example, whoever finished a workout and was like, oh, that, I don't feel better about that. <laughs> right. and, it, and it's true. Like, whoever worked towards a goal, even if it was you didn't reach that goal, mm-hmm. but you worked your butt off and you learned things about yourself, whoever did that was like, oh, I'm so upset that I did that. Yeah.
1: I like, should have stayed in bed.
0: <laughs> nobody. Like, even when you have bad experiences with... Work. I mean I've had life change in professions where I was like well that 18 months was awful yeah. and I wish I wouldn't have made that change I wouldn't trade it though yeah you know what I mean because it's like well it helped it shapes you right yeah. and you learn things about yourself and you you grow as a person and you you learn how not to do certain things and how to do certain things and so it's like yeah it's it sucked but yeah mm-hmm. I would I would still go through it because I know the benefit of going through the yuck as you right. say Right. you know and so yeah, our lives are meant not, it never says our, our life's going to be easy anywhere, yeah, you know, exactly. whereas my old shooting coach in high school would say nothing good comes easy.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, it's like
0: these simple little cliche sayings that are like, they're silly when you say them. You're kind of like, yeah, that's corny, that's, you know, but they're like, rarely are they false?
1: Right. And as I look around this room, I mean, just think of how many hours and hours and hours of effort and sacrifice to achieve the outcome. Right. Um, and not because you're saying look i'm better than anybody else right. it's your own internal journey yep your own outcome
0: yeah and it's just like you're talking about how your history leading up to where you are today like you go back and like man, there was some long hours in the office where I was there I remember I was training you. your hours were insane yeah. like you were ten
1: eleven o'clock at night
0: yep you were you were getting up at five am to come train with me, yeah. but you were with clients until midnight the yeah. night before and in some, like, in, in some of those areas you were like not feeling fulfilled in. Right. So like how you know, challenging, I'm sure some of those mornings getting up when you're emotionally shot dead and just tired physically, and, gen- and yeah. physically with twins.
1: But wanting to live beyond average, even way back then, I knew there was something. Yes. And I could see that in you too, like at the gym when you just had this entrepreneurial spirit in you way back in your early 20s. Mm-hmm.
0: Just, isn't that crazy how like, yeah, certain things just push us, we're supposed to be with certain people at certain times.
1: Yeah, and, well and God has a plan.
0: Totally, and, you, and it's funny, because you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see all those little dots connect, one yeah. to the next, one to the next, one to the next, but you look forward and you're like, dude, I don't know what, what am I doing? Yeah. And I think that's a common thing, especially for high goal, high ambition, you know, dreaming people that, that want to accomplish things, that they do feel that like aloneness, mm-hmm. And that feeling of like, dude, what am I doing right now? Right. But then they doesn't stop, Then they make the choice that okay, that feeling that I'm feeling right now isn't going to stop me from taking some more steps forward, right. because I know when I take those more steps forward, when I look back, I can see those dots starting to connect over time. I can feel it, I can see it. They're tangible, but nothing's tangible a lot of times moving forward. Right. Um, and I find that in my own, you know, our, my own journey is like, I just talked to a group of kids and adults about this a few weeks ago up in Devils Lake on how. You know we, we invest so much time into certain things that we love and that are important to us and it really stinks when that investment doesn't come back in what we're working towards mm-hmm. but a lot of times that investment comes back to us in other areas of our life yeah, that, exactly. that we didn't dream on it but it was much bigger right. than what we had thought because there was a different plan for us right. and then again the dots happen but you just have to like when you feel that you have to remember okay like when I did work hard I put forth effort Good things do happen, mm-hmm. and it might be somewhere else, but yeah. it does happen. It so, may
1: come at some point where you were least expecting it. But.
0: Yeah, and so just like in a relationship, putting the proper you know learning things, and mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't pan out in the relationship with your brother or right. your your girlfriend or whatever it is or right. your spouse, but that doesn't mean that you didn't learn from it. You didn't learn from it, and that work is going to pay off in another relationship. You right. you know you applied it to a friendship that was half-broken and it fixed the friendship and that led to something greater and so there's all these it's
1: all intertwined
0: i'm yeah i'm just a big believer in that it does like you look back like dude it kind of sounds corny when you're speaking but it's it is the truth Mm -hmm. and and i think most people probably have experienced some of that but maybe haven't sat down to actually like oh yeah Mm -hmm. like when i did do all of this
1: these things happened.
0: it's kind of interesting it's kind of interesting so megan what does living let's let's end with this because i always first time somebody's on the show i always like to ask like what truly does living beyond average mean to you like if you had to give somebody a three to five minute answer yeah even a 60 second answer what does it what does it mean to you
1: yeah um for me it means leaving every situation a little bit better than how i found it and just not just personally, but in every one I encounter, every interaction I have, everything that I do. Um, just living beyond average, like doing something more to make it better, more... Um, uh, fulfilling, that's yeah. the word you used earlier, yeah. for the other person's experience as well.
0: I like that. Yeah, it's not always and about it, yourself. That's...
1: Yeah, and and then also and we've heard this one a lot doing what you would do what you would do if you weren't afraid
0: Ooh, i don't know if i i don't know if i've heard it quite that you know said quite that way
1: so yeah say that one more time do what you would do if you were not afraid okay so like you know when things hold us back or it feels like a challenge or like oh but yeah but what about this okay but what would you do if you weren't afraid do that
0: do that. Yeah.
1: And that's living beyond average for me.
0: I love it. That's awesome. I love it. Very cool. Well, thank you so much thank for jumping you. on. How if, if people want to contact you or anything what what is the best means for contacting you?
1: Yeah, so my website is www.meganspawn.com. Okay. Megan M E G A N S okay. P A W N.com. Um my cell number's on there texting calling
0: perfect email perfect we will link that i'll put that up if you're watching the video today of the podcast we will just put that down here in subtitles you can grab it if not if you're watching or listening on a podcast platform we'll put that in descriptions as well for you guys so you can easily access
1: thank
0: you awesome thank you so much for jumping on megan so pumped and you talk about like connecting the powers of social media like it's just cool like that's how we reconnected a little bit here and uh I hope we can have you on again and hopefully we have a little bit of feedback and we can have you on again and do this. So it was awesome. Sounds
1: good. Thank you.
0: Thank you guys so much for jumping on the show today. Of course, if you love the show or you know somebody that can benefit from it as well that you're thinking of, don't be afraid to share it. All those little bits help us. Thank you so much.
1: Bye.